Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so you've got me for the day. There's going to be games, movies, TV, um, yeah, that sounds about right. And then there's going to be stuff from the week that this was recorded. Um, can I ask you a favour? If you're not one of our lovely, lovely, lovely podcast subscribers, can you take the time out of your busy schedule to uh, look at subscribing wherever you get in this podcast? Uh, If you're already a subscriber, please could you uh, mention to a friend how much you love any of our podcasts and get them to, uh, to subscribe. It does mean a lot to us and it is a big help. Anyway, let's get cracking. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hey, how are you doing? You alright? Oh, let's move. I should always move. I remember back in the days being in the old room. I mean, to like press record and then set up. And I always promised myself I would do it the other way around. And now I'm in a different place. Both uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. How are you doing? You alright? You having a good week? You having a good life? How's it going? You well? Good. Oh dear. I am funky. I am funky. Um, Right now I feel quite tired. I feel exhausted. Physically exhausted. Mentally exhausted. Um, Some of that... A lot of that, in fact, we're going to cover. Because, you know, that's kind of why we're here. To be fair, that's kind of why I'm here. And uh, you guys... I don't know. Do you tune in for the games? Um, so, first topic. First subject. First, first thing on the list. Um... I was going to talk about spending time with my um, youngest daughter. Um, Admittedly, thinking about it now, a lot of this is going to be about spending time with my children. So uh, if you're not here for the the parent segment of the podcast, uh, you might want to tune out. Um, So going to talk about a common theme about spending time with my youngest um so uh some uh, i don't know how it happened I, I got into a conversation um with somebody a little while ago um and saying about how i don't really see um my youngest uh, i don't really see her on a monday see her a a little bit on a Tuesday, see her a bit more on a Wednesday, don't see her, don't really see her on a Thursday, don't really see her on a Friday, Um, and depending how the weekends are, I don't, it's hard to explain, but um, I sometimes feel like I don't see her a a lot at the weekend, you know, Um, she's not here on a Saturday morning, you know, all this sort of stuff. But, um, we do get that time, we get that time together on a Wednesday. So, uh, she's getting to that sort of age now where, um, she can communicate better, she can, um, you can have a conversation, um, she can tell you what she wants, which is always a, a, a big difference, um, for a parent and a child, um, it's not always coherent, 
but you know she gives it a go so last Wednesday um, we had the day together and it's that thing at this point in time I can't I don't know if I can tell you what we did I know um, we were out of the house a lot um, I think we did a lot of shopping I don't mean like shopping I mean like supermarkets I know we definitely went to a supermarket I remember that much Pets at home uh, we went to Pets at home um, there was definitely somewhere else I think we went for a walk in the afternoon um, so we spent the whole day together and uh, we laughed and we joked and um, I'm enjoying the age that she's at now she's reached this age where um, like I said you can have a conversation with her and we do stuff and, and it's a great time so it's a wonderful time I managed to take time to enjoy it to actually to experience it and to think this is enjoyable this is an enjoyable time uh, you know <clears throat> you have that sort of oh you know I really love this kid and um, oh we're having such a we're having such fun and and that's that that's that's Wednesday and um, it's that it's that thing where they where they sort of they go off to bed and you and you miss them um, and you look forward to sort of when they get up in the morning um, and <laughs> so Thursday comes around and I'm like ah oh, me, me and my little buddy we were we were super tight yesterday uh, we had, we had such a great day. Um, she's gonna she's gonna be as excited as I am uh, when she gets up in the morning to to have that little bit of time before she goes off for the day and uh, yeah it, 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 that that was not the case um, she wouldn't even say bye wouldn't say bye um wouldn't acknowledge my existence. Uh, yeah, and and I, I'm like stood waving her off, just laughing to myself. Like, well, there, there you go. That's kids for you. That's uh, that's yeah. That's basically children in a nutshell. I was uh, I was gutted. I thought I thought we were tight. But apparently not. Um, yeah, <laughs> just like ah, okay. I thought I thought we were friends. It's like I cannot acknowledge your existence. I'm afraid you are dead to me. It's like it. It was like twelve hours ago. It's like I've slept since then. Don't talk to me. In fact, don't look at me. Like, okay, I'm, I'm I'm sorry for looking at you. It's like, yeah, keep it that way. So that was, uh, yeah, that was that. It, it amused me whilst also cutting me deep. Uh, so, as uh, as some of you might know, as, as any listeners of the long time might know, um, I've been doing this uh, this, this training stuff with my brother-in-law um, he's been doing um, gym, a gym assessment a personal trainer assessment I've been his guinea pig and uh, yeah we've been doing it and uh, it's been going quite well at least well I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun on this one it's been good. It's been tough. But improvement has been made. Consistent running. 
not ideally not getting the distance I ideally wanted not getting the the, um, the speed I guess that I ideally want but five days a week those shoes go on and I go out the door improvement uh, working out six days a week absolutely crushing it uh, dropped a couple of stone dropped um, five six notches on the on the weight belt um, I've seen a change in uh, in I've gone down a size in clothing all of that good stuff the good stuff so finally got to the point in time where we had to go we had to go and do the assessment um so we, we we went to the gym and we had to look around uh, which was uh, which was part of the assessment um and then uh, then he spoke to the spoke to the guy who was doing the assessment the guy was like um you don't need to worry i'm not here to observe you i'm ob- i'm here to observe him i won't step in unless it's uh, unsafe all of this sort of stuff i'm like cool um but let's rewind a little so um obviously anybody that's been following along knows i had gone through um a little bit of an up and a down with regards to weight loss as far as um december was concerned uh, i thought i was uh, on track for this big weight loss which i which i was i did and then turned out the scales were broken um as to when they broke who knows um the new scales are not overly forgiving uh, and so on and so forth um but uh i knew i'd lost weight there, there was no there was no arguing there um and it's at least a couple of stone it's at least a size in clothing um if not more it, it might be it might be a couple of sizes um which is all good so i i get changed ready to go and do this assessment um and i was gonna go in like like uh i don't care what i look like in the gym kind of get up um <laughs> and I, I i think i think leon was a little bit like you, you you can't go dressed like 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 that don't don't do that it's like oh okay what 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 should I wear then? She's like, well, you know, if you're going to do some running, wear some running gear. If you're going to do um, weight stuff, you need to be, you know, you need to have that maneuverability. I think it was basically the the equivalent of put on your be- you know, your nice clothes to go to the gym. Put your nice gym clothes on. It's like, oh, okay, I'll do that. So I get dressed in my in my nice gym clothes. Uh, my brother-in-law got in on it as well. He was like, oh, put, put your nice trainers on. Um, that's not strictly true. He was like, put your running shoes on. Don't put uh, don't put your gym shoes on. It's like, fair point. Okay, going to do some running. Probably a good idea. So I was like, right, I'll just run to the toilet before I go. Run to the toilet before I go. And, uh, and I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know, we're, we're a long way off. We're a long way off. We haven't reached our goal. We're not there yet. But as things are, as things are going, not looking too bad. You, can, you know, you can definitely see a difference. Bit of weight loss. You know, looking looking like uh, like the gym's working for you there. All good. So we go to this gym, we do the, like I say, we do the look around, then we start start the assessment. And why is it that everybody who's in the gym looks like they're the last person that needs to be in the gym? Like, I think there's a part of me that expects or, or thinks 
facts that Jim should be full of, like, out of shape, people who are out of shape and need to be in the gym to get to get back into shape, um, to, to lead, lead a happy and healthy lifestyle. But no, everybody that's in the gym is sculpted and carved and they've been in the gym every minute of every day since they were born and then obviously you know i rock up like oh yeah looking what can only be described as frumpy like yeah okay maybe maybe not looking all that great and then you've got you know Everybody that's in the gym has been lifting, you know, cars as their warm up, and you get there like, can you just, uh, can you just pass me those little weights? No, the the little, the smaller ones. No, no, the the small next one down. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. And then you take those, and it's like, oh, these are fucking heavy, aren't they? <sighs> so I'm pretty sure at this point in time, I'm still feeling the. Uh, benefits shall we say of some of the leg workout that i did whilst on this assessment um i struggled to get off the sofa earlier and go up the stairs so there's that and it's like there's nothing quite like going to the gym to make you realize just how far away you are from any of your actual goals and whereas saturday afternoon i'm i look in the you know look in the mirror and go oh you know i'm not looking too bad you know it's not it's not perfect it's not it's by far nowhere near where you need to be it's not it's not what you're what you're aiming for but it's it's better than it was i've come back from the gym now every time i look in the mirror i'm like you are disgusting you are disgusting. Stop looking at yourself in the mirror. You're disgusting. And now I think about going to work out and I'm like, well, you know, what's the point? You're just going to go and lift those baby weights and you're not going to do it properly. You're not going to lift them properly. You're not going to lift them right. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you knock some weight off? Yeah, go on, knock that weight down. It's like, no, no, I can't. Oh, Okay. So uh, we're going to lift the, the baby weights and we're going to lift them wrong, are we? Well done, you. You're a hero. So, yeah, going to the gym was a positive experience. Um, the good news was that the uh, the assessment went well. So, you know, congratulations to uh to the brother-in-law well done to you sir um i can say i can safely say and i have said this already but i can safely say that wouldn't be where i am at this point in time if it wasn't for the help and guidance you've given me um but uh yeah it was certainly a realization that uh absolutely nowhere near where uh where i needed to be or wanted to be so uh more work is needed and that's fine every you know it's a work in progress rome wasn't built in a day so um i had an experience uh saturday and sunday um spent the majority of the weekend with my children um obviously i had to go and do the assessment the uh, previously mentioned assessment uh it was i don't know two or three hours or something um so that's that was that um and um seeing my children spending time with my children is the highlight of my week it's the best bit um but i experienced something this weekend and it was 
it was difficult. It wasn't. It wasn't a great experience. Oh, I'm really thirsty at the moment. So, you know, how, like you have Christmas, and then you have that like post-Christmas depression. Um, and it's supposedly to do with the fact that ultimately Christmas is often let down. Um, it's that thing that it can't, you know, Christmas can't live up to the hype, its own hype. Um, that's the that's the the chair, by the way, or a creaky chair. Um, so I experience I experience something similar. So I get very excited, I get very, I look forward to it a lot, and then, you know, as, as it sort of gets to that point in time, it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, gonna spend time with my children. Um, so it's like, oh, you know, how have you been? Are you well? Oh, what have you been up to? Uh, how's school? Um, what, what, what did you do about this? Oh, have you done this? Oh, and then it's like, it's this weird thing where it's like, I remember Joe Rogan did a bit about talking to his children. Um, pretty sure he's got two, if not three children. I think they're all girls. Um, and he was talking about being a stoner and interacting as a 45-year-old man with a... Um, like his, like his daughters, like his youngest daughter, and he's like, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot to say to, uh, you know, to to his youngest daughter, um, but being a stoner helps him have these sort of conversations. But I was like, I've, I've kind of asked you all the questions that I wanted to ask you, you know, how's school, how's how's life going you know how you know is it good being back at school how's your teacher um all that sort of stuff and then it's like i i haven't got anything else to say i ain't got any more questions and me and my eldest we spent some time um we watched a movie we read some of the book that we're reading at the moment um and that's all, all good and great and groovy. And and that that you know, that's kind of Saturday gone. So come Sunday, I'm like, well, it's it's all about we need to do stuff. We need to do some activities so that we're you know keeping busy and keeping keeping moving and and all of this. So. We, we got activities on the go and then the next thing you've got this thing where there's not enough time there's not enough hours in the day by the time you've actually got into doing stuff um, me and my eldest did some uh, resin making we were making um, like jewellery out of resin um, like little ornaments and things um, and it's super fun and it's something that we can share together we, we played games um, we were like me and Mel just have to help uh, my middle daughter with some of the games then we played other games um, my middle daughter likes to to play a bit more than my eldest um, she likes to play with like toys and things um, so you can interact with her so much, but, you know, she's playing, she's off in a lot of world and stuff. And then, that's it. Time's over. So I, I, like, Saturday night, I'm sitting on my own, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm really down. I'm really, I'm really uh, I just don't know. It's just... And I felt this real sort of bout of depression in the sense of that I looked forward so much so to spending time with my children and then when it when it actually gets here it's like 
now I don't know what to do. And then it takes like a day, and you're like, oh no, let's do stuff. You know, we all went out, we all went for a walk, me and Mel just took the dog for a long walk, but we'll get to that in a bit. And then, come end of Sunday, and it's all done, and you know, my, and the, the youngest has gone off the bed, and yet again, I find myself sat on my own, and just super down, super, super depressed, and I, I don't like sort of overusing that word, and repeatedly using that word, but just, it's hard, it's difficult, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with it all, I think, I think that keeps coming out in, like, in doing these podcasts, I think it's a, it's a underlying message that's running through all of this, that I'm, I'm struggling with it all at the moment, I'm struggling with, um, I don't know, being a parent, but not in the ways that that makes it sound, like, there's not enough time, and there's not enough not enough hours in the day to enjoy being a parent, to enjoy time with my children, to enjoy this experience. And it's all, you know, it's done and it's it's over and it's gone. And it's hard. It's hard to deal with. So, I mentioned this this dog walk. Um, hands down, the uh, the worst dog walk I've been on. Um, yeah, um, I am struggling. No, that's not true. There was this. It was this dog walk. Liam was like, "Oh, it's because everybody's going on the walk, and he and he doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know what's going on. Like everybody walks out in front, and then he needs to be in front. And like, is I kind of hoped by now that the the pulling on the lead would have subsided and would have uh, would have become better by now. But I think it's actually worse." And I spend hours upon hours upon hours on the internet, on um, YouTube, on websites, reading about stuff. And I'd seen at some point in time that that um, I said the second most lucrative business in America is um, products for dogs. And if you think about like America and and the consumerism that's involved, that's crazy to think of. But I look at how much I've spent up until this point and not achieved the results that I want. I look at the the tools and the devices and the things that I use on an average everyday walk that cost a fortune and I still haven't got the results that I want and you know it it does largely bring me back to why would anybody do this it's completely baffling to me I just just don't get it. And obviously I take on board that it's probably my fault. I'm probably doing something wrong. But I think I'm X number of books. I'm a dog trainer, which, if I'm honest, looking back in hindsight, I'm not 100 hundred. I'll start that one again. I'm not overly convinced on the dog trainer that I got to come. Um, like putting 
the, the, the work into practice. There's a lot of stuff that I've found wrong with what I was told. Um, and yeah, you know, it's things like I keep watching all this stuff on YouTube and then realizing that one of the people that I follow on YouTube never actually teaches you anything, never tell you anything, never tell you how to actually do anything. They just talk and talk and talk and talk and then tell you that you should buy one of their courses. Um, and yeah, I'm starting to think that it's all just a, yet another money-making scheme. Um, that ultimately doesn't benefit the consumer. Because if it actually worked, then there's no repeat business. Oh, I had a problem walking my dog and you, you solved that problem. Thanks. Or you did it for free because you offered it on YouTube. Cheers for that. Where's the business there? No, you need the the repeat business. Um, but, you know, day in, day out. Got to get out of there. Got to get it done. Got to walk the dog. Um, so, it is what it is, I'm afraid. Let's talk some entertainment. Um, I finished series four of Burn Notice. Uh, I believe there are seven series. Um, I I was under the impression that I'd made it all the way through all seven. However, I finished series four and I started series five and I went, oh. No, I remember now. I remember this being the point in time that I completely tuned out of this program. So for anybody that, anybody that doesn't know, Burn Notice is about a spy who is no longer a spy because he gets burned and spends his time doing um, jobs for people, is the best way of putting that. He uses his spy knowledge to help people. By series five, all of that changes. Um, they've they've kind of taken out the the spy stuff, the stuff that made it good, the stuff that made it enjoyable, the the stuff like like. MacGyver kind of stuff, building stuff out of nothing and getting the getting the result. You know, the when the A team got captured, they always got put in a um in a, in a building that always had a vehicle and loads of sheet metal and a welding torch. You know that kind of stuff. Um, this is like one you know one step removed from that. It's like, oh, how can you use household products to make a bomb? That kind of thing. Well, they seem to have taken all that away. They've replaced it with the the main character's got silly hair. And it's like they've sucked all the fun out of it. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like, I think I watched a couple of episodes today, this evening. Um, and I'm like, I don't think I've seen these episodes which means that I'd stopped watching it by this point. So that's not super comforting to think that there's another two series of this. Three, if you count the one that I'm watching at the moment. Um, but I, I have sort of set out on a path um, to, to finish this series. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed, and all that. Um, me and Mel just watched a movie. Watched a DC animated movie. Um, for Christmas, I bought her a couple of DC animated movies. It's something that... Um, I think the best way to put it is something that I like to think we share in common. But if I'm honest, I don't think we do. Um... I think, you know, I, th I think she likes them. I think she enjoys them. But um, I think they mean something different to me. 
than the than what they do to her. Um, I could be wrong. I, it could be one of those things where I misinterpret things, but um, it's that thing. I, I you know I grew up with comics. I grew up with superheroes. I grew up with like that that passion for for those things, and I I don't know if if she shares that passion or if she shares a you know it's an opportunity to spend time with me so you know that's what we're doing sort of thing who knows which seems to like them so yeah let's go with that uh we watched the justice society now i know what you're thinking isn't it called justice league no not when it's set in World War Two, it's not. However, it does have um, characters you might recognise, i.e. Wonder Woman, and Steve Trevor, and the original Flash, the, the Jay Garrett Flash, um, Black Canary, um, and a couple of other people. Um, Superman's in it at the beginning but it's another one that centres around uh, The Flash and I mean uh, the, the the current Flash not the Flash from the past the Barry Allen Flash unfortunately so the story goes like this uh, The Flash runs off to do something and inadvertently uh, goes back in time to World War II However, spoilers, turns out that he hasn't gone back in time. He's actually gone to a parallel universe, which is never explained. Gets so far through the story and is like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to go back home. I'm going to return home and runs back to his own dimension. There's a couple of things. I didn't want to say anything to my eldest because I was like, I don't think she needs to know these things. But number one, being in the past or in a different dimension or anything made no difference. He didn't do anything. He didn't change anything. He didn't help overly in any way that they couldn't have done themselves. Again, spoilers. There's a point where they're like, oh my God, we're doomed. What can we do? There is nothing we can do. Uh, and then Superman turns up and takes care of it for them. Like, all of it. It's like, ah, oh, okay, there we go. That's that then. And I was like, all right. And then the Flash is like, right, I'm off. See you. Goes back to his own dimension. Uh, uh, and that was that. It's like, this film was completely pointless. Enjoyable though it was literally pointless what I did say to my eldest is uh, there's another film that in a lot of ways is almost identical so the Flashpoint Paradox which I have reviewed before it's, it's almost the same story one of those that in this in the Flashpoint Paradox he runs it goes and does go back in time, inadvertently changes something and changes the future. It's that story. But it's almost identical. Like, a little bit in that kind of why did we need it sort of sense. It, don't get me wrong, it was an enjoyable watch if you ignore those two things. Now, my eldest hasn't seen the Flashpoint Paradox because it's got a higher age rating and it's got, it's violent, um, like really violent for, for, for an animated movie. So she hasn't seen that. She won't be seeing that. So it's a little hard to be like, oh, it's like this. But, um, so I kind of tried to steer away from that. I asked her if she enjoyed it. She said she did. She said it was nice to see them go to like an actual event, as in World War Two sort of situation. And that's all all we need to ask for from something like this. She enjoyed it. That was the main thing. It was bought for her as a gift. Um, so 
she liked her gift. I, however, watched a film that I've seen before, but it was that kind of... I was feeling funky, so uh, watching something that I'd seen before I think is perfectly acceptable. I watched the film Nobody. Um, I rented Nobody and reviewed it at the time. Uh, but it's one of those that I regret regretted renting it because I really enjoyed it and I wanted to own it. Um, luckily for me, Father Christmas was like, here you go. Got you, I got you Nobody on 4K. Thank you very much, Father Christmas. So, I watched it again. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, this is a a spoiler, so if you haven't seen this film, um, <coughs> I'm not going to spoil it too much. I'm just going to like re-review something. Originally, when I watched it, I was like, "Does his wife know what he did for a living before before this point in time? Did she know who he was?" I even spent time looking it up, like I googled it, I looked a load of theories and things, and I was, oh, well, maybe, maybe she did, maybe she didn't, did, what, what did she say at that point, did she know and all this? I watched it a second time and went, oh, she absolutely knew, like, all the way through it, it's like, oh, she definitely knew about him and his life, and they talk about it. And then at another point in time, they talk about it again. And I was like, how did I miss this the first time round? Obviously, that's, you know, part of the reason that you that you re-watch stuff. Because um, sometimes you miss stuff the first time round. Nobody is a great film. I really like that film. Um, I'm glad I own it. I will definitely be watching it again. Um... Having it on uh, on 4K, there were some deleted scenes. Deleted scenes quite interesting. I enjoyed watching those. So, uh, so yes. Um, a good gift. Another good gift. Um, taught some computer games. Uh, I feel like I've played loads. Looking at the list here. There's four games here. Firstly, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I finished it. As I, I think I'd spoken about last time, I felt the end was near. Uh, and it was, and I finished it. Um, the ending was quite long, quite drawn out, not in a bad way, just it was uh, it was good. Um, a downside with that game at that point was it was ever so slightly repetitive by that point. And saying that is probably giving it a bit more credit than um, maybe it needs. Um, end of the day, it's walk to next area, shoot loads of bad guys, use use the other guardians to help you kill the bad guys, move on to next area, rinse and repeat. So to say that I got to the very end and, been, and was like, Meh, it's a little bit repetitive, is probably good going. Um, but as a game... I can't say enough good things about that game. I think largely because it was a surprise of how good it was. Obviously, we've had the Avengers game, which just crashed and burned, and apparently the people that made that game decided the way to save it was to make it worse at every single turn. Um, you've got the fact that it's a, a single-player game, which never goes down well with the populace these days. You've got the fact that you, you only play as one of the Guardians when... All of the other guardians are better. It as a game, it was fighting an uphill battle, one that it absolutely dominates. Um, it's certainly an eight, eight and a half, creeping into the nine sort of region out of ten. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's got a lot of nice touches to it um things like it's got new game plus so i started it again starting it again there was all these different costumes for the characters and stuff um so it's you know it's fun and nice to, to put those characters in different costumes it don't affect the game in any way 
Um, it's just fun to sort of mix it up that way. Um, it's a game I'd absolutely recommend. Um, so yeah, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm still plugging away at Riders Republic. Um, Ubisoft's answer to uh, Forza Horizon and Steep. I think I said if Forza Horizon and Steep had a baby, it would be Riders Republic. Um, again, I'd have to do a touch wood because I can't say I've finished it. I'm still plugging away at it. Really good. Really enjoyable. Uh, plenty to do, which seems to be uh, quite quite a good thing. There's there's lots to do, um, lots to enjoy, lots of different things. Um, I've unlocked uh, probably like two or three different sports since I like you know we last spoke about this game. Um, I think I've got bike tricks. Um, did I have the flying ones when we spoke? Not like jetpack, wingsuit. Um, but yeah, you've got bike tricks, you've got snow tricks um, as events and stuff. And there's just so much to do. The thing that I really like about this game is even if you come last in a race, you still get a star. And stars are what's needed to progress. You could come last start the race again, come last, get a star, but not really get any experience points, and experience points push the, um, the they're not missions, they're like the races, you get more races, the more experience you get on particular events, um, so you could just start it again, come last again, do that enough times, you're going to get enough experience to move on, um, the, way it's, the way that is done is really good, uh, you always feel like you're moving forward, which is exactly what you want from that. You don't want to be stuck in a situation where you're like, I hate doing this race or I hate doing this trick event, but I can't get any further. Also, you could be like, I'm bored of riding this bike, but I can't do anything else. Not in this. I'm bored of riding this bike. Get on a, get on a jetpack. I'm bored of this jetpack. Get on some skis. I'm bored of these skis. Get on a snowboard. I know they're basically the same, but hey. Still enjoying it. Still playing it. All good. There is one thing about this game that does annoy the shit out of me. The checkpoint system is awful. If you do not go through that checkpoint exactly... You know when you're doing a racing game and you kind of like clip the edge of a checkpoint... A good racing game is like, yeah, you, you you got it, keep going. Not this. If you do not go through that checkpoint perfectly, it's like, ah, oh, you missed that, didn't you? You're going to have to go back. It's like, yeah, but if I go back, all the people I'm racing don't. Yeah, tough titties. It's, it could just do with a little bit more flexibility. It's like, was I near the checkpoint? Then let me have it. You know, I'm, I'm not like, oh, I missed it by, you know, 10 foot. Can I still have it? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like, I grazed it. Surely that's enough. Nah. All right, cool. That's that's great. I've lost that raise now for that. Cheers. Currently, that's my only gripe. So, you know, that's not bad going. Um, Another game that I have played and finished. Uh, what a lot of finishing going on here. Um, I got the Crisis Remastered Trilogy. Now then, I bought a little while ago the Crisis 1 Remaster, uh, which I played, probably reviewed, probably didn't review it overly high. It's a game that I don't think I actually played originally, uh, and it was real tough to play, especially as like a remaster X number of years after it came out sort of thing. Um, these remasters never look amazing and they never play brilliantly. So once you've got all of that on a game that's just... It, it just struck me as being a bit odd. Um, it was okay, but it was a bit of a chore at the same time. 
However, Crisis 2 is a game that I've played and finished multiple times, uh, so it was great to get back in the uh, in the nano suit, let's say. Um, some of the downsides being a remaster, um, the face, the face animation, the facial animation stuff. It's like they've taken the body and stuck a face over the top, which I don't know as if, if if that's part of the remaster, but it looks awful. Outside of that, looks really good, plays real nice. Um, one thing I will say is I remember the Crisis Two was super hard, even on the easiest difficulty. And it does feel like they've made like a tweak to that difficulty because it felt a lot better playing it on the remaster. Um, but yes, played it and finished it. Um, so as I'm sure you can imagine, we've played one, finished it. Played two, finished it. That's right, I started uh, Crisis 3 last night. Only played the beginning half an hour, maybe. But yes, I did. Uh, I did get it. I did start it. Uh, I have been playing it. Probably play a bit of it this evening, I imagine. Uh, one thing I will say is it's uh, it's a franchise. So uh, in the third one, give him a bow. That'll solve everything. Um, I think it was uh, a game that came from a particular time where the answer to all gaming problems was give the main character a bow. Um, admittedly, the bow in question, the one that... Uh, that... Uh, Profit? I think he just goes by Profit now. Um, it's super cool. They explain it to you, and it's like, because, because he's super-powered, the bow is super-powered. So uh, it's very much a one-shot kill kind of thing, even if it's not uh, a headshot. Um, so yeah, Crisis 3, Riders Republic. Probably get back to Spider-Man at some point, and I need to start Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I've got a couple of other things uh, to do the uh, PS4, PS5 upgrade kind of thing. See how uh, PS4 games I'll see how more PS4 games run on the PS5. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Thank you very much for listening to me ramble on about uh, stuff I've been doing in the last week, basically. And uh, I will catch you next time. See ya. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Another week closer to, well, other things. Thank you for listening along. Thank you for getting this podcast wherever you're getting it. But please do consider subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. So there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.